What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Griff Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Tony Trujillo, here with my co-host, or um, as I like to call him, the communications manager. <laughs> that's that's his official title, judging by what I've seen. And I'm like, man, I'm still trying to figure this out. What the fuck? Because he's not really a co-host. I don't consider this like I'm the host and he's the co-host. I, I consider we're both the hosts. But I'm going to just call you like the telecom guy. And he's going to be like... Austin would be like the guy that's driving the Death Star. Like he's pretty much in full control, not Vader or any of those dudes like you think they are. <laughs> the dude driving it is because if he fucks up, the whole thing goes down. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he's the one with the plans, dude. They were looking for the plans the whole time. I'm like, try the dude in the cockpit. <laughs> Yo, so <clears throat> I reached dude, a milestone today. Oh, Fucking what's that? um. So. I had a wake up call over the weekend, right? I was looking at my Fitbit, like my catalog or my catalog, my log for every like step I've taken almost every day on an average, like daily, my total step count is 4,000. That's pathetic. On the weekend, it's 1500 usually. And I was like, dude, the average person is supposed to get like eight or the, yeah, the bare minimum 8,000 or 10,000 steps. So I like pushed myself. I'm like, I'm going to get at least 8,000. I made it to 12,000 today. And I was so proud of myself that I started celebrating because my Fitbit went off and it gave me like a little star, a little reward. I was going to read it and the thing died. I was like, shit, hope it saved my progress. I was freaking out, plugged it in and the same message popped on my phone. I was so proud of myself. I was like, hell yeah, dude, 12,000 steps. I haven't reached a regular amount of steps that I'm supposed to get like a normal person in years probably. And I'm not going to lie, dude, that shit was tough. I had to, like, get up out of work. Like, I had to go walk around. I had to force myself. I set alarms, like, get up, move. Even if it meant, like, walking in circles in the office, I was like, I'll do that, too. But that gets boring, so I had to, like, go patrol, basically. Right. And my boss was cool with it because he was like, yeah, get up and go get steps in or go do something. Because at least, you know, we're doing something. He's like, yeah, I don't mind that. So I was walking around and, like, seeing shit I haven't seen in years, basically, at the place I run. But I got that in. Super stoked about that. And I had just learned. Um, I missed it, but I guess there was a football player that decided to quit on the job and went oh, streaking. Yes. <laughs> you heard yeah, about that? Ant- 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 Antonio Brown, the most insane person I've ever seen. He said, today I quit my job. There's a lot on the internet right now about him being a mental case. Oh, yeah, he definitely is. Um, Like, he's done a lot of really retarded stuff. Like, I wouldn't be so rich that I could be like, oh, the next couple of couple million dollars I'm going to make in these games, I'm just going to forfeit them. Forfeit mm-hmm. them because I'm going to throw a sissy fit because my coach decided that I need to not go back in the game. After yeah, I have repeatedly... um. After I have repeatedly said it, I don't want to go back in the game already. So he's essentially like a bench warmer. No, he's like, he legitimately is one of the best receivers of all time before. So what happened was in a game they're they're playing like one of um, he's played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. And we played for Pittsburgh. um, We played for Pittsburgh. They're playing one of like their arch rivals, um, the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. And um, he was coming across the middle of the field. And there's a player that s- some people like him. 
some people hate him. His name is Vontez Burfecht. Um, and he's widely considered a, a like a dirty player. Yeah, yeah, he's widely considered kind of a, a dirty player. And when they say and when we say that he's like considered a dirty player, it's because he's, he said he's considered a dirty player, it's because it's more it's more of like he takes really bit he hits people really hard, even if they're really shouldn't be hit that hard, or he takes advantage of situations like so in this situation, Anthony Brown is come or Antonio Brown is coming across the middle of the field and he reaches out for a ball and as he's coming down Vontez Burfecht just lowers his helmet and just slams into him straight into his head with his shoulder pad knocked him unconscious and ever since go ahead sorry and ever since then people said that because of that Antonio Brown went crazy he started talking smack about his quarterback and yelling and screaming about a bunch of other garbage and was throwing a bunch of fits and stuff like, you know, your average preschooler does. And he's throwing all these fits and stuff because he doesn't, wasn't getting what he wanted. So then that team cut him and he went to the pay. Then he went to the Raiders. Then with the Raiders, he like refused to show up to camp because they wouldn't let him wear this specific kind of helmet that he likes to wear. And generally throwing a fit like your 12-year-old would, like your 7-year-old would do. Um, Yeah, and so he went to the Patriots and then got cut from the Patriots because he had a bunch of sexual assault charges because he had some woman come over and paint his walls. He was like, he walked out naked. It was like, hey, let me touch you. He was one of two. And um, he was like getting in fights and bars and stuff. So he got cut from the Patriots. And then... um, Tampa Bay signed him because Tom Brady really liked him because he's a really good football player. And he got his stuff together for a year, won a Super Bowl, then came back, seemed like he was going to be fine. And then all of a sudden took all his clo- took all of his, his jersey, his shoulder pads, his helmet, everything, his um, gloves, took it off, whipped him into the stands, threw him up in the stands, and walked out of the stadium with, like, no warning. He's probably under contract still, so I imagine – they can cancel his contract or he's going to owe them some money. Well, he's or under could... contract. And so what most of the way these, most of these contracts are paid out are game by game payouts. Which is good. So, um, what, what that means is, is that he is not, which, what that means is he's just not going to get paid for the games he doesn't play. Right. No, I was curious about that because then, you know, I'm not too knowledgeable when it comes to sports, but like in wrestling, I know that when they're under contract, they get paid to sit at home basically. And it makes, it makes it that much more difficult to like cancel their contract unless there's some legal issue behind it. But like, I know for a fact, like if, a wrestler did something like that, they'd probably cancel his contract, but when they get fired or something happens and they're still under contract, they can actually stay at home and get paid for it. But because with football, that basically means that he's not going to sit on his ass and make any money, which I think that's good because if I was the fucking coach, I'd be furious because you know that coach is going to get in trouble too. It always right. comes back on the coach. It's shitty, but that's how it is being a manager, basically. Like, everything comes back on you. 
So I'd be fucking furious. And I'm wondering if this means he's non-rehirable, basically, by the NFL. I mean, who knows? It could be different. Well, no, cause... See, the, here, the difference between wrestling and the NFL is they're it's kind of the same. You know, they're kind of they're both sports leagues and everything. But the big thing is is that um, the NFL is a governing body with 32 individual different businesses. Right, so he could so each, get a job each, somewhere. Yeah, and the other team could pick him up. Now, we were waiting for today because today was going to be whether Tampa Bay officially released him. And the way, oh, okay. and what looks like is Tampa Bay has not officially released him. So t- because he's under contract, Tampa Bay technically still owns his rights, which means no other team can sign him until no other team can sign him. Yeah, no other team can sign him unless they release unless they release his rights. Do you think they would though, or would they keep him? Because couldn't they make money off of him? Bruce Arians said, "Well, and, and when I say rights, it's not like rights to the name or anything like that. Like in wrestling, rights but like as merchandise, in, though, right? No, they don't own that. They don't own because oh, because That's all NFL, the, then. yeah, exactly. But the thing, okay. the difference, the difference here is rights meaning." ability to sign that person to play for that team. Now, Bruce Arians, who's the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, said that he is no longer said that he is no longer a he is no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Right, which makes sense. So eventually they'll release him. So you, you, <clears throat> you would think they released it, but you know, don't know. Don't don't really understand exactly what's going on here yet because it's kind of a now we're kind of waiting to see what happens. Yeah, it's the waiting game. It's kind of a weird situation too. On national television, though, that shit's funny. Like I watched it because somebody was telling me about it, and I was like, "What?" I didn't watch any games. I got to see this, and I watched it, and I was like, "The fuck!" He just straight up like, "I quit my job today," and just left. That shit's yeah, I don't like me. him. I think he's an absolute buffoon, but there are mm. people, people still like them. Well, a lot of them are like that. Like a lot, They're just like celebrities. A lot of them are fucking crazy, basically. But the thing is, is people forget they're just like you and me. They're only <clears throat> held more accountable because of the fact that they're celebrities. If that was me or you that did that at work, it wouldn't make the news. So, you know, they're just like us. They're people just like us, and a lot of people make shitty decisions just like us everyone does nobody is like anti-mistake everybody makes mistakes there are people like me that are christian that still make mistakes but you know it's not a big deal because we're not celebrities so but that was interesting i was like what the fuck oh you know what i wanted to ask you this so we're not like there's not a huge age gap between you and i but there kind of is in terms of like progression in years so i ask this just because this is a question based off my childhood when you were a kid i would assume you had toys at some point right right okay so did you have star wars gi joe what kind of what toys were in your household 
Uh, definitely not G.I. Joe because I'm not 60. I hate you um, so much. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> um, definitely had Transformers. Well, I had those too, but dude, G.I. Joe was my shit. <laughs> was so, I was super into um, not the TV show, not the movies, the toys. Um, the toy um, Transformers. Uh, it was so cool. Um, I had a big old Optimus Prime that you could push a button and he'd like fold down all by himself. Right. I had Transformers too, but I didn't get them until after I had seen the 80s movie because that was a household item that we had. My parents loved the Transformers movie, the the, the cartoon. So I saw that. I fell in love with it. And then they were like, hey, you know, there's a show and there's toys. So they bought me all these toys and I I fucking loved it. G.I. Joe was the biggest one in my house, but so was Star Wars. We had, like, freaking everything. I even had at one point, my dad wouldn't let me play with him unless I was, like, supervised, but I had his toys from, like, the 70s, the original, like, Darth Vader, Yoda, and he kept them in glass cases, and he was like, you know, the only way you can touch these is when I'm around. So he would monitor me closely, and I couldn't really play with them. I just looked at them and admired them, because I was like, man, these are cool. But I didn't understand how important they were at that time. And he had the original Darth Vader case, too, that they came in. And these toys, they were shitty looking, dude. That's the thing. Like, they were old. You could see the old in them. But, you know, I had those. I had the original. Um, you remember, like, the $5 cheap-ass lightsabers that you'd get at fucking Walmart? Oh, yeah. You just pulled definitely, the plastic I, ones. Definitely had a couple of those. Yeah, those were cool. We also had um, Power Rangers in the house because that was definitely during my time. I remember watching the show and... By show, I mean like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original. I watched Power Rangers for one episode, and I just like, nope, not for me. Austin was like, this is gay. And he's like six years old. (laughs) No, like, I'll admit it's kind of a corny thing now. But, like, I'm I'm at the age where, like, I wouldn't collect Power Ranger toys or anything like that. But hold on one second. I just got your thing. Now I'm about to really look at this. Oh, damn it. Hold on. I definitely did not um, super enjoy. I like the first one. I'm looking at it right now. What do you think? Um, Yeah, I think I like the first one more. I was trying to make it more like older looking. No, I think think it's... No, that's fine. Just send me more. Um, But anyways... I was not into um, what the hell was that toy line that was very popular when I was little? Um, Tech Deck, remember Tech Deck, the skateboards? Yeah, the little Tech Deck guy. Yeah, I wasn't really big into those. I liked skateboarding and all that, but that was something that was more for like my brother's age. We had a lot of those around the house, and what's shocking to me was how big it was, and it's still around apparently. I didn't know that. I guess there's a lot of toy lines that are around, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that was my shit too, man. I had a lot of them, and I'm pretty sure if I went looking through my mother's crawl space where all my shit is that I left, I can almost guarantee you there's some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles down there. I had one that was like Raphael wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt, and these were old school, bro. These are the ones where the arms wouldn't move or anything like that. They were just like still-ass plastic figures, but they were cool. You know, I had like a, a master splinter whose tail did different things, like... 
I had a lot of those, and then I also had a shit ton of Marvel comic toys because after Spider-Man came out, there was like a really big market for that. I mean, they'd been around forever, but it was bigger now because of the movies, and I had like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I had Green Goblin. I even had these things that were kind of useless but cool in retrospect. It was a Spider-Man and a Green Goblin, like, tall-ass figure that was a walkie-talkie. Oh, shit. It was like... Yeah, they were like radios in a sense, too. You could listen to the radio on them. They're really cheesy and terrible. 30 bucks, but like they were, you know, those were cool. Or for a while there, I had them. They were Marvel Comic Collector series. Like I had one that was the Punisher. And it was like, it was a toy that would come with a comic book. Or there was one for, I think it was Daredevil. Yeah, I had one for Daredevil. When Daredevil came out, I actually had a lot of the toy line from that movie. But one thing I'll always remember, man, is. For Christmas one year, when I was like super little, I got the full on toy line of Batman Forever, dude. I had the Batcave, I had the Batmobile, had the fucking Riddler. The Two Face action figure I got was literally this big. It came with a little like rocket launcher blaster and then a stupid little coin, Tommy Lee Jones and shit. Like that was cool. And I had a little bit of the Batman and Robin toy line, like. Robin was in a white suit and you put like a like a Mr. Freeze suit over him basically and he could use it to defeat Mr. Freeze and like the Mr. Freeze I had had a fucking like globe on his head and he had the blue comic book face it wasn't like the one from the movie it was really sh- like shitty looking and then I had George Clooney as Batman where he had the bat nipples and then the large gray ass bat symbol that looks nothing like a bat that was cool too but man, I think my uh, one of my favorite Batman toys I ever had was I, th- I think I got it from my grandmother, but it's it's from uh, the original Batman, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. But this Batman figure was tall, dude. He was like big as shit, and the nothing came off, dude. It was all just Michael Keaton's Batman with the stupid little logo, dumb face, and it came with like two batarangs that didn't fit in his hand. That was pretty cool, too, but I couldn't do anything with it because I didn't have any figure that big. That was a tall-ass toy. So I think that one just kind of, like, it it stood on my shelf because when I was a kid, I was super into all the toys I had. Like, I loved collecting them and playing with them, which is, like, doesn't work. But my dad had put, like, shelves in my room. He had built all these shelves for me to put all my figures on, or he got me, like, little stand-ups that I could put them all on, and it looked like a freaking museum in my room. I would take them all down, play with them, and then I'd put them back up. But I also had a lot of, like, wrestlers. Not just WWE, but I had, like, old-school WWF. I had WCW. I remember uh, the original wrestling ring that WWE had done. It wasn't like the ones now where there's, like, a bouncing platform in the middle. It was straight up a plastic shelf. Like, just one square plastic thing with a bunch of little shitty turnbuckles. The ropes were dumb. And... It was so small, dude, you couldn't even, like, put the wrestlers on it. And at the time, the wrestlers didn't move either. Their arms did like this, but that was it. In fact, the very first wrestling toy I ever got was from my dad. It was an early 90s edition of Hulk Hogan. And he was like, so it's it's like a plastic, but it's a really hard plastic. His whole body doesn't move except for his arm. And he's doing, like, the muscles like this. But if you move his arm back, it goes like this, like that. Like it was useless, just like that. Then made no noise. It was the dumbest thing ever. But 
at the time, you know, it was cool. And those were tiny too. We also had the belts though. Um, the original belts, the toy belts weren't plastic at all. They were fucking like, they were almost like a nylon, like really shitty. They were like this, this big, maybe they were really tiny and they could tear very easily. And the plastic on there was almost like a, what do you even call it? A hard plastic. It was almost like, um, it was almost like sheet paper in a sense. It was really just dumb, but they were expensive too at the time. Those were like 10 bucks. I think when I last checked at the store for Olivia, I saw that the WWE belt was like 25 bucks. I was like, God damn, those better be made with some good material. <laughs> I was mad, dude, but I remember growing up as a kid in the early 2000s, like the John Cena Ruthless Aggression era. Those title belts were cool as shit, dude. They were at Walmart for like 12 bucks, and they they usually had like two of them that you could ever find. The World Heavyweight Champion and the WWE Undisputed Champion. You could only ever find those two. Sometimes you could find like a SmackDown tag team belt, but they were like poorly made, but the, you know, like the, uh, it was like a foam strap in a sense, so like it didn't tear too easily. And they were cool as shit, dude. You could write your name on the freaking little template where it says, you know, who the owner of the belt is. That was cool too. We used to take them and spray paint them and just do our own thing with them. Those were cool. Wrestling, I had a lot of those toys. I remember having a, a toy line that was the most, like, I think it failed. I'm sure they only sold it for, like, six months or a year because I couldn't find them growing up after that. They were um, they were about the size of, like, uh, maybe a stuffed animal. So maybe, like, they were about this tall and this big around. They were really wide, and they were muscular. Like, they looked like three times more what they did on TV with steroids. In the back, they had a little hole that you pour a container of water into. And so when you move them around, they're supposed to sweat and the water comes out. It's gross in retrospect. You think about it like that's a disgusting toy. They were cool. Though. I think they were called like super sweaters or some shit like that. I can't remember the name. But they had like Triple H. He had a big ass Thor looking head. Well, now they they're... have now they have those ones that they look like that. And they're like for wrestling. They're little stuffed things yeah like, oh super slam them or whatever well in the early 90s i only had one of these but because this was a little bit after my time before they really got into the the newer action figures they had the stuffed animals that made noise they were like they were about the size of aubrey they were pretty big toys but they were completely stuffed and they had like ultimate warrior hulk hogan the undertaker and you would hit them, and they'd go, oh, ow, like they'd make stupid noises. But they were cool as hell. I had one of those. I think the one I had was X-Pac, which is, I wouldn't really go as far as saying he's a great wrestler, but he is considered a Hall of Famer. So, you know, he's definitely a part of the DX team faction after Shawn Michaels. So, you know, those were cool growing up, too. I do remember um, Pogs. Remember Pogs? Those little circular chip things. Yeah, those were cool. I used to collect a bunch of those. I'm old enough to remember uh, Mad Balls. I I found they're called Brawlin' Buddies. WWE Brawlin' Buddies. Yeah, they're newer. I saw them on TV a little while ago. (laughs) Brawlin' Buddies. Yeah, so what they are, they are like 16-inch figure and they're super stuffed up and you can like you're supposed to like wrestle them 
God, man. I swear they make more money off their toys than they do their TV. They have to at this oh point. Oh, my God. The resell value on these are ridiculous. What is it? It's a WWE champion, Brawlin' Buddy Ryback. Ryback. $19. That's because Ryback is hard to find. Like, do you remember Ryback at all? He was a little bit no. after. Yeah, he was a little bit after our time. Like, I'd yeah, say I, these, it was like 2010, probably. Yeah, these Brawlin' Buddies were only available at Toys R Us. There's that a Ray Mysterio. There's, here's a John Cena. And his name is John Cena. They've got, they've got a bunch of different colors of Ray Mysterio. They've got a Randy Orton. Gotta have the mask. Randy Orton's... God, I can't believe he's still fucking wrestling. I think he's like late 40s, but he's still around, dude. He's He started a group with this wrestler named Matt Riddle. It's called RK Bro. And yeah, the, the reason Ray for Mysterio, that. the Rey Mysterio is also 120 bucks. Yeah, dude, you'd be surprised how much those toys go for. I was looking for um when I was really little, like I think it was probably 2000, 2001 when they made this because they only ever made one of them and they stopped doing it. But at the time they had toys that at the bottom of each wrestler's foot, there were two metal prongs. And I could never figure out what that was for until I got this toy. It was the... It was the original WWF, like, Raw Titantron. It was just the stage and a little ramp. Well, you would put the toy where the metal prongs are on his foot across a metal beam that was on the Titantron. So they would stand there, and if their music was on the Titantron, when you put them on the beam, it would play through a shitty little speaker. And I always wanted to get that again, because I was like, dude, that was so cool when I had it. But they only had, like, ten wrestlers on there. So if you put, like, The Undertaker on there and his shit wasn't on there, it would just play the WWF theme song at the time. While well, I looked it up on eBay, that thing goes for, like, $200, just the stage. I was like, Jesus Christ. Damn. Yeah, even the um, WCW... Uh, what the hell are those? Um, even the WCW, like, hacky sacks that they made, or the foam balls that were, like, NWO and Bret Hart, even those are a couple hundred on eBay, too. It's crazy how much a lot of that stuff is worth. I think the only thing I have currently on me that's like of value and probably not much of value because they're pretty cracked. I've got like three popcorn plastic containers that say WWF or uh, Monday Night Raw. They're from like 1999 or 2000. But my stepdad kept them because we always put popcorn in them and watch wrestling. Well, he gave them back to me recently. He's like, hey, I know you like these. So I just why don't you just take them with you? And I love them, dude. I like. I want to take care of them and not use them, but it's because it reminds me of the time, you know, like growing up. I see the old logo. I'm like, man, I miss those days. I think things were a lot cooler when you were a kid because you look at it now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for example, the toys now are kind of stupid. They can do more and there's more updates and, you know, there's more cooler shit they can do, sure, but they're just not as interesting to me as the ones I had when I was a kid. And you think they would be because and- they're pretty fucking cool looking. And honestly, who needs an action figure where you just play, um, what is the WWE 2K whatever? Bro, I'm glad you brought that up. In my opinion, the two greatest wrestling games they ever made was uh, Raw vs. SmackDown 2007 and fucking 
You remember that one, dude? That was so yeah. cool. General manager. Dude, I literally, I literally peed myself playing that game. Like I absolutely had to change game. my pants. Cause there, cause you could um, do that fall anywhere falls match. And oh, yeah. there had then an arcade, you could slam people's head in the pinball and it go, and it would, you slam his head down oh, and it'd yeah, go, bing, 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 high score. <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing on the planet. I was like seven years old and I'd slam people's head. Bing, 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 bing. I had it on a my pants was laughing so hard. Well, I had it on PSP and the original PSP, which I loved, man. I thought PSP was a groundbreaking thing. But the other one was the very first SmackDown game. It was WWF SmackDown. And that was fucking like revolutionary. If you look at it now, dude, it looks terrible. The graphics are fucking awful. But at the time in 99 or 2000, whenever it came out for PlayStation, it was like the coolest thing ever, man. I spent years playing that thing. Even when I had updated games, I was still playing it. It was so cool. It was just revolutionary. It was one of their first like really successful games. Because they, you know, they had a few before that, but they weren't as cool. They were more like arcade-based. This one was one of the first where you can do solo matches, tag team matches. Had all these options, but it's so old. You look at it now, you're like, yeah, dude, the music on this is clearly fucking 99 it looks like an arcade. It's it's really bad. But it just brings back so many good memories. One of the worst ones they've made, though, at least from my childhood, because I will say this, uh, WWE 2K19 is by far the worst fucking game I've ever played in my life. I was so excited for it. Chanel bought it for me for my birthday. I played it for like six months, dude, and I grew, I grew to hate it because there were so many problems with it. Like, it, it wasn't done. There was no patchwork done. Wrestlers would come out with belts that didn't have them if you assigned it. Some of the wrestlers, their music wouldn't go off. It was fucking insane. But as a kid, I think one of the worst wrestling games I ever played in my life was probably um, WWE, like Raw 2 or whatever it was called. It was really, really bad. It didn't have a lot to offer. You know, like that was around the time that Halo 2 was out, I believe. So very much so I'm playing Halo 2 more than that game. And when I did play that game, there's just there wasn't a lot you could do. There was one mode called Road to WrestleMania, which was kind of cool. But the shitty thing was, is the goal is, and they don't even tell you this, but the goal is to win the champion by or before WrestleMania. And when WrestleMania comes and you don't have it, the year starts over again and you fail the game. But even if you win, the year starts over and you have the belt still, but you don't keep any of your stats or anything. It's like a useless one-year play. Yeah, I'm like, that's fucked up. They should let you beat the game and then keep everything and continue to do it each time and again. You know, like, that would have been cool, sure, but they're just like, you won, you lost, you don't get this. That's kind of like a dumb thing to do. Actually, I take that back. WrestleMania 18 was the... No, 19. WrestleMania 19 was one of the worst fucking games I ever played. I had it on GameCube. hated it. But it was all I could afford at the time. So I went and got it, dude. It was a stupid game. I'm looking forward to that AEW game when that comes out, though. Man, they made this fucking app called All Elite General Manager. It's pretty sick. I like it. Granted, it has a lot of freaking bugs. It crashes. Or if you're playing it and it crashes when you're in General Manager mode, the fucking file gets corrupted. So it makes you restart over, and you're like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. And it, 
it's bullshit. Yeah, it takes a lot. And it's a game you really have to sit down for like hours to learn how to play it. But it's cool, you know, I like it. Yeah, Man. games games or not games, um Toys and I were was a kid were mostly like every Christmas it asked me what I was, I want another football. Um so most of my toys were actually footballs. Um it was kind of on that precipice of where you get like tech stuff for your kids. So when I was younger, it was all footballs and baseballs and basketballs. And I wanted a baseball bat. I wanted a new football. I want to do football helmet and I wanted needed new gloves or I needed a different pad pads right. or along that line. So I didn't get a lot of toys. Um, well, right. Uh, but well, like, well, when we got older, there was more tech shit out too. So we wanted the to- like the Xbox and stuff instead of the toys. But out outside of I want, I want a football. It was I want a ner- I want guns. So Nerf, Nerf guns, guns, Nerf Hell guns, yeah. BB guns, the rip off honeybee, um, um, darts. Um, bro, from like fifth grade all the way to high school, I had that cheesy foam basketball thing that you hang on on your like bedroom door has oh, the yeah. ba- the basketball net yeah and the foam ball you throw i always had one of those i loved those things yeah you put it up when your little brother walks in and he's like two feet tall you dunk on him dude nerf guns were sick but when i was younger all we had was the single shooters by the time i was in high school is when my brother started getting the better shit like my one of my brothers, he had a full-on fucking, like, shotgun. One of them, he had, like, a freaking launcher, dude. Like, this thing, you'd put big-ass Nerf bullets in it, basically, and boom, this thing would shoot out five at a time. Another one he had was, like, an automatic, dude. It was a fucking rifle. You take the clip off, which is, like, a big-ass circle, super realistic, and you fill it with these little foam darts, dude. Put that thing in and cock it like you could unload on someone. Those were cool. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I don't care though. I'm yeah, 16. I had a, I'll play those. When I was when I was um, in middle school, I bought a. It's a mini gun and it's like belt fed. You've got a belt. You stick the thing. Um, oh, dude, starts in the belt. I remember that. And it's got those old like C cell batteries. You have to clip the top in. It takes three, four of them. Slide like them a in. box that you put it all in. Yeah, yeah. dude. And you just walk around, and it just shit. and it just winds up, and and it, and it takes an hour to load that thing up and set it up, and then shoots all the bullets in six minutes. So I was say, it was a glorious two minutes, five minutes. Hell yeah! It's load and then lose load for an hour, spend five minutes shooting it, and then spend another hour loading the gun back up. It's ridiculous. Man, do you remember, um, well, did you ever get into, like, pellet guns or BB guns at all? I, it was hard to convince my dad to yeah. let me get those. I had, a, I, had a, I had a Daisy Rider BB gun, and I had a oh, yeah. an air rifle um, pellet me rifle. Too, dude. It was a semi-automatic. It was supposed to be like an M16, and you just fucking unload on people with that thing. <laughs> those were dangerous. I just, wanted, I just wanted the pellet rifle. I remember having like a dumbass pistol that I had to cock each time to shoot. Yeah, 
I just wanted the pellet rifle because I thought I was going to be able to like shoot squirrels and stuff and go hunting hunting for squirrels. I shot one squirrel and a neighbor called the cops. <laughs> Yo, I got somebody's got a real those. gun shooting um squirrels. One time, cops like, came over like, "Hey, you can't be shooting at those squirrels." Well, like my dad lived in a house that was like right behind a schoolyard. And one night, me and my brother went out there with our fucking pellet guns and BB guns, and we aimed at these teenagers, and we just unloaded on them, dude. They hopped that fence and almost whooped our ass. My dad had to come out and, like, fuck us up for him. <laughs> he was pissed <laughs> when he found out what was going on. And he's like, this is why I don't want you to have it. Or we would shoot each other with them, and that's so dangerous, dude. Like, it's not good for a kid to get that. But no, I feel like it's tough you up, dude. Dude, airsoft guns, my little brother oh, yeah. and my friends used to have airsoft guns, and we should come into the basement and just, like, do police stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to come down the stairs like a cop. You guys got to hide try to kill me. I got to try to kill you. And then oh, hide yeah. in, like, curtains and stuff, and then turn the corner, they'd shoot you right in the face. Oh, my God. Some of the best, um, some of the best old. Well, we learned the hard way to wear loose clothing, like baggy clothes. And wear like some sort of mask over our face. And we didn't have cups. There was no don't shoot in the crotch rule. So you had to put your hand there and hope you don't get shot in the neck or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we wore baggy ass clothes because that thing hurt. And oh yeah. To up up like you know, to up the game, my brother and I we invested our allowance money into these fucking BBs that had spikes on the end of them. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Our first target was one of my uncles. It went in his ass. Like he was like, I, I dare you to shoot me. I'll give you five dollars right now if you actually shoot me right here in the ass. And I shot him in his right ass cheek, dude. It went through his pants, pinched the skin, was stuck in there. He was furious, but then he was like, This kid actually shot me. So he gave me ten and then my dad gave me an ass whooping afterwards. <laughs> he was Hey, ten dollars for people. a ten dollars for a butt whooping, that might be worth it. Well, that wasn't that far. I was like maybe five feet. And I was like, okay, click. Because <laughs> we were like, who do we shoot these with? And my dad's he like. Asked he asked for it. Well, he was drunk as shit, too. He's like, you ain't going to shoot nobody. And I was like, we're going to go out and shoot squirrels. I shot one squirrel, and um, I did not end his life. Let's just say that when I shot him, he fell off the branch, but I can hear him like tussling around by the tree. And then I see him run up, and he takes off, and we never saw him again. But there was a trail of blood going down the tree, like a small trail. And I was like, oh, yeah, we wounded him. <laughs> I wanted to finish the job. He's definitely dead somewhere later. Have you seen this thing online where people are, like, carabining their freaking kids to the grocery carts? Mm -mm. Yeah, it's that? ridiculous. You know those? You know what a carabiner is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're t they're taking their kids, taking like one of those carabiners, and attaching it from their belt loops to the um, to like the grocery store cart, so they can't, so people can't run by and steal their kids. Okay, look, I'm very against that, even though I tested it out. Not that part. What I did was that stupid backpack leash. Oh yeah, I had that on Olivia for a while, and I held tight to the fucking thing. But then I realized how stupid I looked. I was like, dude, I shouldn't need a leash to do my job. I should be able to, like, fuck somebody <laughs> up that reaches for my kid. So I got rid of it. But I'm also not, like, anti. I'm like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. There's one woman I knew. I ran into, this, uh, ran into her in the store one time. And she was playing Marco Polo with her kid. 
Well, her kid had like a little walkie. And there was an app that was connected to her phone. And it was very responsive, like right away. It even went off when the phone was on silent. And she was telling me about that. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And she's like, yeah, it's a little walkie that you can pick your own style. His was a Buzz Lightyear. She was like, it's basically an action figure. It has a walkie in it. It only does one thing. You press the button to talk to whoever has the app on the phone. And I was like, that's kind of cool. You know, that's smart. And she's like, yeah. And basically, if I can't find him or I don't hear from him, there's a distress button that you press on it that makes the toy, like, light up and sound off really loud, like a fucking horn. And only it can only be disabled through the phone. I was, yeah, it was pretty high tech. I was like, damn, that sounds expensive. $100. That's not bad that, for when you consider safety, like child say, that's not bad at all. Well, and it makes them feel like more of a kid instead of a fucking object because yeah. you put a backpack on a leash on them. Like, or um, I think that if you get those little smartwatches for kids that are clearly meant for tracking and they are aware of it and can't do anything with it, it makes them feel like a piece of property. That's kind of why I'm not like against getting Olivia like a, an Apple watch or a Fitbit because you can track them. And there are ways to send signals to tell people, like, hey, this is missing or I've been kidnapped. Like, that's really smart. But it's so expensive. But, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do that to my kid, putting the fucking care of me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, my, my, thing is, my thing is I would literally forget Yeah. and pull, go to lift my kid out. And, and I'd go to lift my kid out and freaking he'd be stuck like, on the carabiner on it. And freaking like tear his arm off or, or tear his little leg off or something. You're like, you oh my take god, it dad! You go take I'm it off. And sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know what I used to love doing, dude? Whenever I would walk my dad's dog, I had the the what do you call that? The protractor or protractor thing that you would press a button, it would stop them from going too far. You know, you'd let go though, and the the string would disconnect or the you know the little line and it would be connected to their collar and they could walk wherever i would let them run really far and then hold down the button really hard and they'd go get and like it would yank them back <laughs> it was such a <laughs> thing to do but it was so funny dude they were little chihuahuas i go get and you just see them go Ow! and they look at me like what you do <laughs> like aha i'm captain now <laughs> hey listen listen look at me look at me i'm the captain now you see the meme I put up there? It's Tobey Maguire. He's like, look at me. I'm the first MCU movie now. And Tony Stark is like, huh? <laughs> it's funny because it's emo Tobey Maguire and clearly some teenager's two fingers like, mm. oh my god. Man, I fucking, I had a lot of toys when I was a kid. I was, I was pretty spoiled. I didn't have like a lot of the newer shit, but my parents were smart. They bought me toys that were on sale or I always got something that was last generation. So like, um, you know, I was really into the, um, spy gear line. You remember that all the spy gadgets? Oh yeah. I used to have, I, I went and for, um, they said in the scholastic book fair mm-hmm. and I That's bought a little alarm. I put a little, I bought one of those little alarms you could put onto his freaking um, onto your wall. And when someone walks in, it takes a picture of them. Oh, uh, those were cool, dude. Those were some pretty high tech, like little gadgets. The one I got was from a Scholastic. It was a it was a cereal box. You put the thing in the mail. I don't even know if they do that anymore. And it would come back. And what I got was a little green telescope that you could like see in like night vision and shit. It was really stupid, but 
I wanted the real one so bad, and my parents were like, we can't afford that. So what they got me was one that was similar, but it was the binocular. So, like, I still got cool shit, but I didn't get, like, the next-gen stuff because it was so expensive. Yeah, but, but it was the binoculars I... where it wasn't actually night vision. They just put, like, a green lens in the front. Yeah. No, mine were the red lenses, dude. It was bullshit. I was like, why the fuck is everything red? I was so mad. I can't they... see anything. It's, it's dark outside. Like, I still can't see. But I wanted all this stuff, and they're like, well... We're not going to get you all that. Instead, they got me the the spy gear, the little box deal that was like 20 bucks. It came with like a set of glasses with a little string that had a pump on it. And that's how you took pictures of stuff. They got me like a, it's a little door alarm. You put it on the door and you could put your fingerprints up against it. And you're supposed to like press a certain code in or whatever, whatever you set. And so anytime you went into your room, it would go off. But it was so anyone that walks in your room, there's an intruder. It would go pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Intruder, and, those and so I, had one, cool. I had one with a little camera on, like a little Polaroid camera. That's what mine was, yeah. And it would go, intruder, intruder, and snap a Polaroid. Hell yeah. I had the one that was a dart pen. It was where you like, it could be used as a pen, but if you click the button, it would shoot out like a rocket. <laughs> it was kind of dangerous. Like, it went pretty far, but it was plastic, so it wasn't going to hurt nobody. I always wanted to buy a gun pen. You ever seen those things? Oh, where you like clip the thing down and shoot the little bullet out? Yeah, it's a little one shot. Just boof. I did see this thing. It's a ballistic uh, launcher. So it looks like a taser and it has ballistic bullets on the end. You press down each button and it fucking launches these things, dude. This guy did a video test with it. He tore through like wooden shit with it. I was like, oh my God. I wonder if that's legal to even carry. Like, you can fucking kill someone with that if you aim correctly someone's talking shit at your job and you just get them in the neck boom just like i know a little that teeny, it would be it'd be pretty cool to have one that's like a airsoft gun version you just go boom uh, Ow, what the hell? your boss is getting on your nerves click <laughs> oh you know what i did have too it was a little laser pointer that came in the spy gear set it was like it could it was a red laser but it was a high-tech one so like it was supposed to like show you a compass, a world map when you lit it up. But the the definition on it was so shitty you could hardly see it. That was cool too. I loved the spy gear set, man. I used to have a bunch of that stuff. I think hands down my favorite though was the um it was probably the glasses that could take a picture. It was attached to that little thing that you click it and it has a Polaroid camera in it. I, w- I went and took them one time to the wall- the Walmart, and it was all shitty, <laughs> like blurry-ass pictures. Like, there's my house. There's my skateboard. I'm on a mission. There's the neighbor. They were there's cool, this, though, man. I- there's this Facebook post that someone said, y'all, we played a game at work today, and it was guess whose baby picture is who, and I'm the only black person on my team, so my boss added a bunch of random pics of black babies to confuse everybody. <laughs> black babies. <laughs> No! Oh no! Black babies! No! Uh, Reno nine one one. That shit's funny. Didn't they make a new movie or something like that on Paramount? Yeah, they released a new. uh, I think they did a new um, season. I'm curious. Final season. Damn, they've been around forever. But they're one of those shows where they did like a couple seasons, and then every couple years they would do a movie or a little small series. Kind of like uh, Arrested Development did. Hands down, one of the greatest shows ever. Now, the reason I got to talking about all this is because I was watching a show on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. You ever heard of that? 
Um, yeah, I haven't watched it. It's pretty interesting. Like, each episode is about different shit, but it's about, like, basically, in a nutshell, it's about the um, effects of capitalism on children. <laughs> it's about how they targeted kids in the 80s and 90s to take money from the parents. That's essentially what it was. I was like, okay, this is definitely about the pros and cons of capitalism. But it was cool because it was like, oh, back in the 80s, these were the toys. They did one on G.I. Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's fucking one on Hello Kitty, believe it or not. There's one on Star Trek toys, which I actually had a lot of those. Did you like Star Trek at all? No. I Even for me, Star Trek was a little too nerdy. I liked it, but to a certain degree, like to me... I'm always going to love Star Wars more. But I like Star Trek just because they had more... um, They had a little more story. The problem was, is a lot of the shows, they were on the fucking ship. That's all they ever did. You had to watch the movies to see more. And, like, I wasn't into the old movies until I got older. And there's so many of them now, dude. There's fucking different series. They even have one on Paramount now. And then there's, like, an animated one. There's so many of them. I couldn't keep up. I think I even have a um god damn I don't remember what what it is it's a picture of the ship though from the original series I can't believe I don't remember the fucking name but I had a lot of the toys of too the ship the enterprise yeah the enterprise but it's a um excuse me it's an actual it basically looks like a Venn diagram it's got like everything oh, on it detailed yeah, it's kind of cool looking. I'm like, dude, that's pretty sick. I got it from my father-in-law one year for Christmas, so I hung it up, and it's got, like, every little detail. Like, this is the cockpit. This is where the motor is. Like, it's it's pretty cool looking. It's something for, like, hardcore Star Trek fans, but, you know, being a movie guy, I liked it. Like, I, I even have always one as a kid, but never got. Hmm. You, have you heard of Fatheads? Yeah, I remember, I remember Fatheads. I wanted Fatheads so bad and my dad never freaking got me one i was so so pissed off but i didn't realize until like when i got older and could look up on the internet how much they were like a hundred and sixty dollars a piece expensive ass toys you know one i always wanted but never got and i still resent my parents for it every so often hot wheels would release a track or, you know, like a system that yeah. would go in circles and it would land in the slime. Never got that. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, all I want is a fucking slime pit. I want a highway that deconstructs into the slime. Because I had a ton of Hot Wheels, too, bro. Like, I had a massive amount. I remember having, like, a big-ass... It was a Suburban. It kind of looked like a Hummer, but it was a Suburban that you opened up. And it had multiple shelves of different Hot Wheels. But I never had yeah, the track had a, with the slime. Yeah, I used to have one of those, it was, but it was a semi truck, and the trailer would open up. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, slots for. But um, yeah, yeah, I always wanted. I always wanted one of those freaking um, fat heads to put on my wall. I want a full size Tony Romo for, uh, or Jason Witten fat head for my room. And now looking back, like I changed houses every year. I've been so pissed off because I would have got a freaking. <laughs> Jason Witten stuck him on my wall, had to move in six months. I'd have been pissed. He's like, I want it now. The fat head. So, so to this day, I still kind of have days. Like, like I have a little bit of extra money. My brain goes, you know what I should buy? Fat I should head. buy a fat head and stick it in my office. 
Dude, hell yeah. One toy How I really much enjoyed are having. One toy I enjoyed having was a full-size Megatron. Because when Transformers came out, dude, I had a bunch of different ones. My favorite was the Megatron, though, dude. This thing was a tall, life-size fucking thing that turned into, like, a semi-truck, turned into a deadly weapon. It could hold multiple Transformers on it. Oh, my God, it was so cool. That's why I'm always oh agreeing with that statement. Go ahead. Jimmy Fallon got COVID. Who? Jimmy Fallon. Hmm, got him. Just kidding. Got him. That's fucked up. That's what he gets, though. I'm just kidding. No, I don't wish that on anybody because, like I've said before, well, it's Omicron. The man got a cold. Okay. I was going to say, dude, he thinks that's bad. Wait till the Megatron variant comes out. <laughs> then he's really uh, got I'm, something I'm not to getting worry guilted about. into. How, how could you ever? How could you ever celebrate something? It's Omicron. The dude's got a cold. Calm down. He's got a cold. Yeah. Like, we were just talking about this on the last episode of the one before that. That shit is a fucking cold. In fact, I posted a meme on the group where it was like uh, symptoms of Omicron. It was Omicron. It was cold cough runny nose and then it's will smith going like this just pointing to a nyquil bottle <laughs> and i was like yeah that's a fucking cold the symptoms are like mild the cases are mild it's like super rare basically to end up in the hospital and don't quote me on that but basically from what we're seeing it's like you most likely won't get hospitalized especially if you have antibodies or are vaccinated so i don't know why everyone's tripping over this it's ridiculous I hate this shit, man. I don't like any of this COVID talk stuff because I get so fired up. I love talking about it. I just get so mad because I'm like, God damn it. This is the shit I'm talking about. All the stuff. Boys, I'm I've... about to make. Let's no, go ahead. It. No, I'll go ahead. My just, shit was useless. I'm just about, I'm just about to make a, a financial mistake. Are you buying fat heads? I just found a Jason Witten fat head with a 20% <laughs> off coupon. I don't know if you remember these, but do you remember Magic Beans? It was a little toy line of, like, pod-shaped beans that you threw them and they just, like, rolled side to side, like, up, down, up, down. They were literally like those magnets. And Yeah, and they're, they're the little tiny things you used to buy in, like, packs of five, like, mystery packs yeah. of five. And they yeah. were like separate characters, basically. Those were cool. They were dumb, though, too. That was something that, like I wasted money on. But like you would throw them, and they would just like they had like a heavy magnet in them or something that they would make them. They'd make them sit up eventually. Magic beans, I think that's what they were called. Those were cool too. One thing I really loved um, in my childhood, because I'm not a Harry Potter fan now, but as a kid, the Harry Potter toys I had were fucking legit, dude. Like I had a a potion making set. It was so weird, dude. You just poured water and all these little beakers and then some, like, powder mix, and it came tasting like fucking nasty Fanta and gummy bears. But it was cool because it was a little, you know, chemical pottery set, basically. Or not pottery, but you know what I mean, like potion set. That was cool. It was a Harry Potter thing. It was right when um, right when the Sorcerer's Stone came out. I even had a... um, It was a... I don't know what you would call it, but basically it was a machine that was like a circle. And then there was Harry Potter on the end, like an action figure holding up his wand. And you would put what I could describe as like a beer pong 
you know, like a little pong ball. You'd put it in this device, and then at the bottom of the circular device, you would move a lever, and it would open up these, like, air vents that would keep it from falling. So it would look like the thing was levitating, like floating all around the circular device. As long as you kept pushing the lever, it would float all the way around back to Harry Potter. It was, like, kind of stupid now, but it was cool at the time. Like, whoa, this thing's fucking floating. Now I'm older, though, dude, and I think that shit's stupid. (laughs) I don't like Harry Potter at all. That was definitely a ch- a child thing for me because people talk about it now and I'm like I don't care I don't, I don't give a fuck. In fact, I think I only watched all the way up to Goblet of Fire. I didn't watch the rest. I didn't read any of the books. I read the first four books. Oh all the first four movies. That was it. I just oh. found a life size bronze sculpture of Jason Witten. Jesus. Ninety thousand dollars. Who the fuck is buying that? Exactly ninety thousand dollars. There's a um, shop right down the street from me. It's called um. The fuck is it? It's something toy box. I can't remember the damn name. It's a it's a collector shop. They sell playing cards, action figures from every generation. They even sell VHS tapes. I went in there, man. They had a whole fucking they had a whole fucking glass case aisle of Transformers. Then they had Mad Balls. I don't know if you remember Mad Balls. Those were cool as shit. They had Star Wars stuff everywhere. And I looked at Chanel like, dude, I'm about to spend some money in here. We need to get out, like, now. <laughs> I'll spend money on dumb shit. Ah, the toys that made us. Well, shit, man. We've hit the quick, end of the road. Quick side logo before we leave. Um, we're not sponsored by... But Milo's makes the best sweet tea on the planet. I can agree. I've had some of their shit. I like it. I go to Walmart all the time and get it. Pretty damn good. I even like their uh, lemon iced tea that they make. That's pretty good, too. It's actually not bad, too, price-wise. Sugar honey-ass tea. <laughs> but uh, anyways, thanks, folks, for listening. If you like what you see here or hear here, whatever, and you'd love to be able to invest all your time into more of our amateur shit, you can check us out at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, that is thegreatgirthpodcast.com where you can see our backlog of episodes. Um, check us out on Rumble if you'd like to actually watch these. Uh, right now it's kind of a small thing, but if you go on to Rumble a day before these episodes come out, you can find them on Rumble only where you can watch it as well as listen to it. Uh, we're everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, even Anchor, but again, you can find us on the home base at thegreatgrowthpodcast.com. I'm your boy, Tony, here with my homie, Austin. Austin, sir, I will see you on Monday. Adios.